Well, I guess I can go first. Yeah. Oh, my name is Tasha Larry. I'm the singer in the band. And my name is Farida Aleem. I am the dancer. And I'm Speech. I'm the rhymer and producer <laughs> of the group. Yes. Yes. Um, so the question mm -hmm. is, is <laughs> what does performing at the halftime show for the Bucks mean to you? Yeah, I mean, for me personally, I'm from here. So, you know, I always brag about Milwaukee when I'm around anybody. Yes. And so being home is special. It means a lot to me. Obviously, I grew up with the Bucks, and to play here at the stadium feels great. Um, at the arena, I mean, feels great. And he also grew, lived in Milwaukee, not just grew in, growing up with the Bucks. He actually lived in Milwaukee. That's right. <laughs> Didn't I say that? <laughs> I didn't say He's that. bragging about his money and all his fame and all his stuff. Uh -uh, the I don't understand what just happened. No, the bucks. No. <laughs> oh, oh, the bucks. <laughs> See? I'm so slow. Okay, <laughs> now I'm getting it. Now he's getting it. The Milwaukee Bucks. I've never been a basketball fan. I'm not a sports fan, so it's not even just basketball. Um, you know, it's funny because, like, I, I'm, like, indirectly a fan because I'm from Milwaukee and I got that Milwaukee pride but that's it you know what I'm saying like I don't know none of the players and stop it okay stop it you're <laughs> watching this answer I know I'm sorry so no I mean bottom line is you know what I'm saying but I but I respect it so I'm like yo it's the Bucks though I mean I know the Bucks but I don't know the Bucks you know what I'm saying so but I don't know none of the teams you know what I'm saying so no, it's great. It's great to play. It's great to play here, and it feels really good. I'm glad to bring the group. I mean, they embarrass me being here, but I'm glad to bring some of the members here. Like whenever you know, I get to come home and show them as much as I can while we're here. It's great, and um, it felt really good. Growing up here was extremely special for me. I was one of the first to bring hip hop to Milwaukee. I was a DJ in Milwaukee, so I was very much um, a part of a scene here, a collective of people striving to support hip-hop music. And so be, to be able to come back, which I've come back numerous times, but to be able to be here even again as now a Grammy Award, two-time Grammy Award winner in music, you know, other awards in music, um, to be able to play at one of the bigger venues for, for our team, all of that stuff to me is like, um, I don't know, it's a reaffirmation of what I always dreamed about. And I know there's going to be people here. One of the people I grew up with, Tony Smith, who used to play for uh, Milwaukee and the Lakers and on and on, is here. So it's a lot of friends that I know that, that and teachers and just people I grew up with that are here tonight. And that means the world to me on a personal level. Another thing, I'm in love with the city of Milwaukee, of course, has given so much to me. So just on a, I don't know, on a give back tip too. Like we did a event earlier today. And there's so many issues that I yearn to give my two cents and our two cents as a group to help change and solve that are going on right here in Milwaukee that are very personal to me. So all of those things. To start the conversation, which is one of the things we just did today, but to continue it with the community after we leave is one of the things that I think is so important. So people have a way to get inspired, but then after they're inspired, something that they can follow up with. 
and that's one of the things that we're doing, like on a personal level. Some of the people we met even this morning um, when we were at Express Yourself, we now are connected with them. And we're going to connect them with people that we know that can truly help to transform their lives. And that's what Arrested Development is about, what we've been about since the very beginnings. And that's what I'm personally about. That's what brings me life. It brings me excitement to see those things happen. To touch on something that you said, um, it's people like we will get to come or maybe sometimes other people get opportunity to, to speak with somebody and it stirs up, they, they get inspired to do something. But also to restore hope and a sense, a sense of optimism first because like there are a lot of issues that need to be addressed. And you're right, they're, they're hard. Like It's a complex problem. There's no one thing that you can do. But if people don't feel like there's a chance that if they do this one thing or a couple of things, that things will actually get better. If they don't believe that that's going to happen, then it won't happen. So to restore hope within the community, restore that sense of optimism, and continue to build up their faith within themselves, their faith within you know people within their community, even... God help us all, but faith within like the government, that type of stuff. Like it's hard to do some of that stuff, but if we can restore that stuff, then we have a great shot at really making some big change. Um, so yeah, so that's just just a little bit that I add to that. And with that, the great thing about our music that I think makes it one of the more rarities in hip hop is we kind of it's a it's about including everyone. It's about everybody being able to be a part of it and eliminating that us them mentality and when you stop thinking about oh that's their problem or that has nothing to do with me and you get involved with something so you see somebody from a different background or a different um, <clears throat> lifestyle or class or you know they're doing things different than you then you automatically separate yourself from that like it has nothing to do with you but when you get into a space where you say hey there's something in me that connects with that whether you can readily identify it is something that is important to bring to the forefront when people have conversations and, and talk to people and reach out into these spaces that you're not familiar with so that you start being able to identify and say, okay, I feel a part of this and it's not about them over there and they're not one of us or, you know, all of that separate mindset that makes people stay away from solving problems because they feel like, oh, that has nothing to do with me. But no, it has everything to do with you yeah. because there's a oneness that needs to be recognized that a lot of people don't. And you know, I love that about hip hop because it's become such a, a worldwide phenomenon that it's bringing a lot of that diversity together to where people of different faiths, walks, backgrounds, lifestyles, classes, and all of that can start to identify with each other. Well, I think for us, it's, it's a lot of things. First of all, we honor the whole point of hip hop. African Bambada came up with a phrase and sort of a point of hip hop, a purpose. It was peace, love, unity, and having fun. So we actually strive to do that in the music. We actually honor that time-proven tradition of what hip hop, what makes hip hop so powerful in the first place. And then second of all, on a personal level and on a literal group level, we do life music. So our whole thing is to strive to lift up the importance and the value of living this experience, being in this life, and striving to help people be self-determined to accomplish their biggest dreams and their biggest goals, regardless of what 
the government's doing, regardless of what anybody else is doing, but striving to be self-determined. And that's very important to what we talk about in our music from this, from the first album to our newest single that we just dropped. Music for me is a way to express my true feelings, whether they're happy, sad, whatever, any, any of that. Um, but it's an outlet. It allows me to be myself. It allows me to discover myself. It also allows me to show someone who I am just by being able to, to do that. And um, so it's definitely a great communication tool for me. Um, and it allows me to reach other people on the level that just having a regular conversation might not allow us to do. Perfect example, we can sit here in America and go places and stuff, that's fine. If we go overseas and there's someone in the audience that's battling an issue with her self-image and she might be overweight, but she speaks another language that I don't speak, I can still sing and I can perform and still communicate with her and reach her. But you know, that, so it, music can kind of step in where words fail exactly. us every time. So that's what it is for me. Music has frequency. Frequencies can tap into our most primal urges, to our most elevated state of minds, and it's a way to allow yourself to move through the world in this effortless floating through your emotions, your feelings, your, you know, and connect with other people without words mm -hmm. and allow you to have something in common with somebody on the other side of the world and feel it, not just on the surface, but somewhere deep in, down inside you. And one of the things that, you know, we even spoke about today with Express Yourself is, you know, it, it really has a molecular effect mm -hmm. on who you are That's true. and how you you know, present yourself to the world. You know, a lot of times the players will listen to a song right before a game or right before they're about to do something meaningful because that frequency does something to you physically. It really, like, it really does, which is why dance is so monumental because you get to physically represent what that frequency in the music is making you feel. And that's amazing. And allowing that to happen, whether you think it looked right or not, that's one of the reasons why I love dance is because it doesn't matter what it looks like to someone else. It's about what it feels to you. And it just it manifests itself in this beautiful way. Basically, they said it, most of it, you know, it's like music. It's such a biter. I know. <laughs> so I'm trying not to bite nothing. <laughs> I would say to add to everything they said is that music speaks in every tongue. And at the same time, so whether it be through the lyrics that I'm spitting, or whether it be through the beats, the horn arrangements, the the melodies, all of that is speaking all at the same time, which is cool. Whereas a conversation, if you're in front of somebody, you might have body language and what they're saying and the way they're saying it. But music, you got all of that, plus you got the way that the music itself sounds, the way that the drums make you feel. You got all of these emotions that are able to communicate at once. And that's what I think makes music so powerful. And a lot of the lyrics that I've written over the years, over, gosh, 30 years now, have been talking about the misuse or the proper use of music and how it affects the world. So a lot of times, like, I'd be real hard on rhymers if they're not understanding the power that we wield and the perfect opportunity to wield it for, for good 
at a time when we really need that. You know what I mean? So I've always felt like this this music is extremely powerful. And um, we've seen it happen in, in real life. You know, when we travel, we see the effects of it in, in real time. So we know that it's powerful. And we just try to, you know, keep preaching that gospel about it. You know, Personally, I've never been one to do spoken word, although I've been invited a lot of times to spoken word slams and, and sessions and open mics because a lot of people look at what I've written and feel like it's poetry. They feel like, oh, that's that's basically spoken word speech. So I get it, but I don't literally sit down and think of doing that. I like, I like the art of hip-hop, and so I like rhymes and all of that stuff. And the people that I'm most inspired by are rhymers, people that's been in the, in the game rhyming. For me, hip-hop music is truly, this is what I believe, that it's a tool from God to help lift up the oppressed throughout the world. It's a uh, tool to help educate the world and lead the world towards a, a more redemptive place. That's what I feel the hip hop is. So that's what I think it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I um to me it's like it's it's the voice of people who may not have been heard. Um, a lot of um, um, rappers, even from the very beginning yeah. of, of hip hop, like that's what they used it for. It was a way for them to talk about what was happening within their communities and to get a, a, a light that shined on that. Because a lot of people in those communities, you know, you feel like you see people dying every day and, you know, things going up and it keeps you at a certain income level and only right. being able to travel so far, all that stuff. They see it and they feel hurt by it and they want to get out of that. And it's like nobody cares about us, nobody <clears> listens <throat> to us, but we're being used. Our dollars are being sought after to keep us right here. So when rap artists started coming out and they started speaking out against this stuff, it gave a wider platform to that and more people started paying attention to it. So yeah. to me, hip hop is the voice of the people that otherwise wouldn't have a voice. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, for me, hip hop is a representation of a lifestyle that has so many different facets to and levels to what it means. Because mm -hmm. if you can't rhyme, if you can't dance, if you can't sing, you can still be hip hop. Mm -hmm. You know, you have the break dancers, the graffiti artists, I mean, beatboxers. the beatboxers, the intellectual, mm -hmm. you know, the person who who reads and, and teaches and speaks can still be hip-hop. A spoken mm -hmm. word artist DJs. can still be hip-hop. So it's not just one thing, and that very idea, it, it's like the ultimate way to include everybody no matter where you come from. Because just like you can talk about the way you grew up in your life and, and your hardships and the things that you've got going on, this person can do the same thing and be totally different, but it's about the lifestyle. Yeah. You know, and it can apply to er any and everything. So it's like the, the great unifier. And it's a beautiful thing because it's, it's visual, it's, you know, auditory, it's physical, it's fashion, it's food. It's it's all of that combined into one, and that's like how many how many things how many cultural you know liaisons can you really say taps into absolutely everything for absolutely everybody? That's hip hop, and it's the most powerful music in the world. People have to recognize that. Like when you go anywhere across the world, and I mean anywhere, you won't find everybody that loves rock, country, mm -hmm. classical. However, <clears throat> anywhere, and I mean that literally, you will find 
definite huge amounts of people, especially youth, mm-hmm. that love hip hop. Like hip hop music has truly transcended in ways that rock can never do it. Because again, like Farida was saying, rock can't represent all the cultures that hip hop can. Hip hop by nature is a humble music as well, even though it brags a lot, but it's humble because it by nature takes and leans on a lot of styles of music. Hip hop by nature can ride off the back of disco like it did when it first jumped off, or it can ride off the back of rock music like Run DMC Walk This Way with Aerosmith, or it can ride off the back of, you know, James Brown and on and on and on. So it by nature, by design, leans on other musics to help to get it into those cracks and crevices that other music can't do. Because other music is still striving to be more purist in a sense. And hip hop, the purity of true hip hop is just that. It's like sampling and breaks and using different styles of music to get the message out there. So I think that that's another thing about hip hop. And to that point, I think hip hop is like the only genre of music that will fit in every other genre of music. You can use it in classical, you can use it in country, you can use it in soul, R&B, house. Everything can benefit from hip-hop, whereas it's not always the reciprocal benefit the other way around. So, you know, it encompasses everything. Yeah. So, I know one question that we get asked a lot is, what do we think of the state of hip-hop right now? Yeah. We get asked that a lot. Um, Something I wish we were asked is what's different about how things were when we started versus how we are now um, and where where is it headed, like where are we going? Um, because I think a lot of people kind of, well, I, don't, I won't say a lot of people, but when people hear the name Arrested Development, if they're over 25, then they still probably think of the group. If they're under 25, they're thinking about TV show. But, um, but when they hear the name, they automatically go back to the 90s. And they don't necessarily go, like, stick to where we are right now. And so it's almost like we're kind of an afterthought, nostalgic type of thing. Or for some people, they think we're not even relevant. But the style of music that we do, it, ta- it speaks to where we are right now, just like it spoke to where we were back 20 years ago. So, um, so sometimes I wish that people would realize that this is something that's still very much alive, still very much moving forward. And... Um, we're not going nowhere. Sus. Bam. That's what we do. <laughs> I feel like one of the things I hear, just in general, when, when the band comes up is, oh, what are y'all doing now? The people who are in the, in the States mostly, yeah. because it's such a nostalgic thought, afterthought of where we are, it's a 90s band, this and that, have no idea that, you know, there's, you know, we put out all this new music. And we're known all over the world, and there's such a, a demand worldwide for what we do, whether they realize how much energy there is in one of our live shows or how much uplifting content there is in the new music. And I really wish people would ask more about the new stuff that was going on. And, the, and the, you know, there's always been a lot of members in Arrested Development, but, you know, that nostalgic throwback idea that the band is, you know, we're, we're happening right now. And it's, you know, unfortunate that there's not more question about, you know, we represented this at this time, but there's so much that we represent of now that people don't really 
talk about. 88.9 to me represents what radio should, all radio stations should be doing, which is this diverse philosophy. 88.9 is the prototype of real radio to me because they play a lot of different styles of music. It's what we used to do back in the 80s and 90s and 70s when real people that actually like music would play what they think is great. A totally foreign concept now where people are actually playing what they think is great. I talk to DJs all the time and off the record they'll tell me, I play a lot of this, but I wouldn't play this for me. I don't, I just, not really, I love it, but it's what the kids want to hear. That's not what radio should be to me. So it should be, sure, stuff that everybody, I mean, people want to hear, but introduce people to new music and spread, spread music to the world because you're the, you're the, you know, the conduit for people to get educated on stuff. And that's not happening. So I love, that's why I love 88.9, you know, because when I listen to it, I'm getting hit to a lot of new stuff from a lot of different genres in one show. That's, I like that. We, we love Milwaukee. We're grateful to be here. And um, we're excited. It's really all it's, it's about, that's what it's about. Yes, absolutely. Um, keep, keep creating, keep imagining more possibilities, greater possibilities, and, and um, get more involved with the community if you're not. All of that stuff. Like, this is a great place to be. And if there's something that you wish was available, or if you wish something was here, or a certain type of um, opportunity or organization, create it. Like there's there's plenty of opportunities out here for for us to live have the world that we want to live in. So if you don't see it, create it. I will say this about with Milwaukee, with this being speeches hometown, you know, put the word out, Milwaukee folk. Let's get Arrested Development back for a show. For some shows, like some a real, real shows. A, a, this is a, a full snippet. Show. Yeah, this is a this snippet. This is a yeah. little small, little minute. You know, idea, yeah. but we'll bring the whole. When the you whole bring, group, the don't whole don't don't let your misconceptions of what we what Arrested Development was in the '90s. You know, we we're very relevant. Have a lot of energy. You know, some new faces, some old faces, <laughs> and you <laughs> and you you you're really missing out. Let's 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 come home. That's right. Let's bring it on home. Thank you.